The interrogation room. This time, the unnamed man is standing, eye to the corner of the room, hands behind his back, but he turns and places one hand softly on the table, and you stop talking. You take a drink while he looks at the table, considering. So you just left the Jacob house? The woman, she, she was clearly infected. She had a child who was clearly infected. There was something eerily wrong with that baby, but you just left it alone? I set my coffee cup down gently and look up at him over the rim of my glasses. Where would we have taken it if we removed it from the house? How would you have contained something like that, something so eerie and bizarre that it defies explanation? What would you have done, sir? You weren't given specific instructions on how to handle the unnatural once you discovered it? No, we never are. My superiors understand that the mission can change in an instant, and giving us strict parameters when we don't know what we're dealing with can get people killed. They brought us on board because they knew we could handle ourselves. So you just continued your investigation, moved forward, never checking in or asking for guidance? This was only the beginning of the investigation. We got additional guidance later, when a few new wrinkles in the situation came to light when the plans changed. Okay then, tell me what you did and tell me how the plans were changed. You're listening to The Redacted Reports, a Delta Green podcast. Back to the coroner's office, where we have Agent River doing the lab tests. The lab tests are fairly simple and straightforward, and stuff that River has done countless times before. And it, it basically confirms your suspicions. So these, these samples, these human samples, I mostly throw up. Uh, there's food substances in there, but there is an awful lot of heavy metals in these samples. Uh, you got zinc, you got arsenic, of all things. Uh, copper, uh, cadmium, I believe, is the other one. But it's very similar to what we've seen before. But in the throw up, in the human human fluids, there are heavy metals present, which indicates to you that those were in the stomach of the individual who was sick. Not just within the organs, not just within the body, but in the stomach of the individual who threw them up. So you confirm that with the other test results. It appears to be relatively fresh and undigested for what it's worth. Going through the other samples, you can't really do much else with it. You don't have, you don't have the DNA sequencing. You can look at the microscope and you can definitely see the presence of small fungal samples in there. Uh, an unusual fungal that you haven't seen before. I mean, you've seen a lot of different funguses in nature and in your investigations and whatnot. Fungus is not a pollution. It's not something that the EPA regulates. I mean, it's a natural occurring substance, and there are so many thousands and thousands of funguses all over the world that do countless strange things. I mean, there are funguses that are mammoth in size. They cover entire sides of hillsides, like fungal colonies that exist. There are fungals that exist in all parts of, of the globe. That all, all environments, extreme environments, cold environments, you know, the oceans, the rivers, the, the land, they are a hardy substance, which in your training experience are there to help decompose and break down biological items that otherwise nature couldn't deal with. They're a very important part of the ecosystem. There are beneficial fungi. There are parasitic fungi. You know, there are all sorts of different shapes and sizes, but the one you're looking at here, it looks like a fungus. It's the branch structure. Looks similar to what you've seen before. 
they secrete small little bits of uh, whatever they call it, like like enzymes that help them digest and break down substances. And then they use that substance for food and nature is all the better. So who knows what this thing is? It's present in these samples, just as those heavy metals are. Um, you finish that work up, clean up, secure your samples, uh, lock everything up, uh, take off the protective gloves and mask and other equipment that you wear, clean the station up just like you've been trained to do. You've done countless times before. Uh, wrap things up, heading out, turn the light out. You don't hear anybody back. Uh, River is, uh, Rooster's still not back from his lunch date. The uh, coroner's office is silent. There's the, you're the only one in the building, River. Is there anything else you'd like to look into while you are alone in the coroner's office? Absolutely. I want to look for the uh, original report on, on Deputy Jacob. So going back into the filing room, um, it doesn't take you long to dig up the files. You, you pull it up and look through the, you know, the corners. You find the analysis report, and it looks uh, – you haven't looked at a lot of these before. This is not really something that's your expertise. And maybe we can have uh, uh, Agent Rory can email you the report that <laughs> or send it to you right now while we're speaking because Rory was sent a copy of the, of the coroner's report and analysis and as part of his prep material package. But just for our purposes, the coroner did his usual procedure. I mean, he, he cuts the body open from the chest all the way down to the belly, pulls out the internal organs, right? Uh, checks the stomach content. You know, checks uh, the weight of the different internal organs, uh, was concerned about heavy metal poisoning, so they cut up the internal organs and they sample those. Um, and they also check the brain. They remove the brain from our, our poor dead deputy and sample that as well and found heavy metals present in the brain, in the lungs, in, in the, the liver, a lot in the liver. Uh, the heart, the kidneys are covered. The, in the digestive tract, it has a lot of heavy metal and some sort of advanced biological growth, as reported in the medical reports. It's something, the uh, body chemistry is a, a little off. Human bodies have, have all sorts of fungal growth and things, E. coli or whatever you call it, I can't remember called. Probiotics. we got beneficial biotic agents and, and small, tiny organisms in our bodies that help us digest things, keep us healthy, regulate, whatever. The flora. The biological flora of his gut is off. It is off. It's, it's paperwork describes all this in there. They butchered him as his custom. And who knows about these corners and how clean, how clean they are. <laughs> they butchered him as, as his custom. custom. I want to hear. I want to hear. I want you to hear yourself say that. <laughs> that is what they do. It's a it's a disgusting invasive. It's a Montana thing. It's a, it's. You didn't even mention that they weigh. Each of those. Oh, yeah. Organs. They weighed his brain. <laughs> oh, yeah. They weighed he, his heart. They weighed he his stomach. That. They, they pulled out, stick it in a scale. And they, they were, one guy, he reports into his, uh, he, this particular corner uses a little handheld microphone or a little pocket recorder. He presses and just Is it an old style dictator with a tiny little tape? It, it is, exactly. And that's how my he dad, does his I remember process. my dad using one of those when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. So going through those, you, you review all those reports uh, and discover all that information. And you look out. You can from this room. You can see the front office where the receptionist or our, our corner's assistant would be. It's still empty. So Rooster's doing a great job of keeping her busy, and there must be having I mean, a wonderful lunch. Uh, he hasn't insulted her yet or, or or pissed her off yet. So at this point, he's doing his job. Yeah, keeping her busy. Let's go. And, let's go with that. Keeping her busy. Looking at the clock, it's a little after one. We'll say it's one fifteen for our purposes. You may be able to poke around a bit more if you happen to be so inclined. Yeah, poke around a little bit more. Let's go with that. What do you think, River? Not you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, what? So, what? Um, well, I'm what not really sure, sure what to look for at this point. 
It would be interesting if perhaps they keep the body in those freezers in the back. Well, just the, yes, just it would. Does any of the paperwork say what happened to the body? It just mentions they died from uh, from heavy metal poisoning, a very aggressive form of it. That was the coroner's analysis or conclusion. That's what killed him. All right. Um, I'm afraid to look. <laughs> that's, that, that's a valid. That's a valid response. So that is an excellent response. That's a, that's a response that'll keep you alive in Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> the question is: Is River? So, um, at some point along the way, we sw- we we cut back to Rooster and uh, the lovely Sarah Rice. Um, they have had uh, they have had a, a long lunch. They've eaten all the food that they each ordered, and maybe shared a couple of French fries, the nice thick kind. I had a couple extra drinks. There's been some lingering, but at some point, work does call, and she she kind of finally drags herself to say, "Well, I have to get back to work." And Rooster walks her back, of course, because he's he's a he's kind of a gentleman in some strange Central California way. He does have his gentlemanly qualities. Rooster walks her back, and she lingers a bit at the front as door, as is custom. As is custom. <laughs> um, she realizes when it makes the front door that the door is locked, right? And she gave her keys to that guy who can't she can't even remember that guy's name. That other guy that he's so nice, but at this point, she doesn't remember his name. She kind of knocks sheepishly on the front door of the coroner's office, and River, you hear that? There's a knock on the door. I will. I will go out and see who it is. So, you, of course, you see the lovely Sarah Rice and and, uh, and Rooster hanging out with her. You let them both in, open the door. Uh, she thanks you, kind of sheepishly, like feels a little embarrassed that you have her keys and get the keys back from you. Goes back around, opens the office, goes back to her front desk, settles in, uh, and glances over the two of you. Uh, what do the two of you want to do at this point? Well, I'd kind of like to get some lunch. And Rooster? You've already had lunch. So, first off, Rooster realizes that this is getting... Once he realizes that now this is getting expensed, he brought a burger and fries back for River. That's good. Oh. No drink, but but burger and fries. Yeah, I mean, I guess... Because the drink is... He needs one hand free. I mean... <laughs> to hold her hand? What? Don't give me that look. <laughs> um... <laughs> As she pushes her glasses up her nose. Um, Absolutely, I do. But yeah, he's going to give River a look like, we good? Or Yeah, I think we're done here. Uh, thanks for all your help. Oh, yeah, thanks. Back. thanks. Um, uh, call me later? Yeah, absolutely. All right. She, she smiles a little bit, goes, goes back to her desk and pretends like she's working on something. Just finds something to do. You know, whatever. Grabs <laughs> a pen and, okay, she's ready now. So the two of you leave. Uh, as you're heading... Heading just a couple steps from the building, there's a phone call. And who would you call, Rowan? Which of the two? I would call River right. of the two River's of them. River's phone rings. Go for it. All right. I'll pick it up. It's probably Rowan's ringtone at this point. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it depends on whether I called the burner phone or the real phone. Your, your choice. Which one? I think uh, because we were all provided with burner phones, I, I would use the, the, the burner number just because why not? We have them. It's a vibration, of course. At this point, you haven't even messed with any of the settings it just vibrates that burner phone you know what that probably means river so yeah pulling that out of your pocket it's a very simple there's a number on the screen you don't recognize that number but you don't know what anyone's numbers are you answer the phone and the other voice is agent rowan hey river yeah um well it's about what we expected yeah what we've 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 been finding some rather interesting things i think that we should meet up and share our findings relatively soon. 
Well, uh, you know where I am, so we'll we'll be waiting. All right, Rory and I will, will be there in a few moments. We're driving back from uh, the Jacob house. All right, let's go ahead and cut to that moment that the car drives up, picks the, t- the two of them up, they get in the back of the Range Rover, and then you drive away. Well, no, actually. Rooster's going to go around to the car door, to the front driver's seat, open it, just kind of no, yeah. look as at soon as, like, as soon as Rory parks, he would get out and let Rooster drive. Rory's a good man. Right, so yeah, Rooster takes his, his, his rightful seat in the driver's seat of this Range Rover. Everyone, doors, doors close, and the four of you are on your way. Um, you can find... We pick up some takeout, drive through, whatnot, but have a conversation in the car where it's secure. I think that that we should get some uh, takeout and go back to the hotel. Are those burgers? You can smell it. That you ate lunch already? Well, I mean, if you want well, a burger, I could I could go for a nice nice uh, veggie wrap instead. Sure, I'll take that one. It's elk. <laughs> oh, you found a place that does elk around here? Neat. Well, well it, it is Montana. I mean, Sarah showed me. I'll ask you about that later. Um, yes, let's let's go and find. You food. said to distract. I, I had to distract her so he could do his thing. You don't. I need distracted to her with my usual charming ways. Okay. Noise. Okay. Two things. You don't need to justify, and I don't want to know. You're the one who said you were going to ask. Mm, all right. Um, yes, I need coffee. So food, <laughs> <laughs> food and coffee. Good. That was Maybe in character laughing. All right. That so was in character laughing. Before you get get the food, get the coffee, get the veggie wraps, get whatever you need, bring it back to the makeshift conference room, which is uh, Agent Rowan's hotel room, with with one of the two beds has been pushed up against the wall to make space for the four of you to gather. In the parking lot of that motel, uh, our, our friend uh, Detective Eric Hayes parked his vehicle. I was about to ask if I was about to ask if, like, if I look at the door, do I see Detective Hayes? His car is parked there, and if you look, he's sitting in the seat, the driver's seat of the vehicle. Curtains are closed on the room. Door is locked. Everyone eats food and makes a plan for what their next step would be. Well, the, the the first the first thing that I want to do before we start talking is uh, check and check the room to see if there's any any listening devices because Hayes is starting to make me actually nervous. Right, so yeah, you guys uh, eat a little bit, search a little bit before anything happens, and I won't make you roll for it. But you did a pretty thorough search of the usual locations. Yeah, and everything appears to be the same as you left before. Actually, it is because you didn't roll for it, so I'm not going to pull the wool over your eyes. So it, it appears so far it's secure. And the nice thing, of course, is Eric Hayes has been... You, you've seen that guy the whole time. <laughs> He's been following you. So he hasn't had much of a chance if that's his plan. You know, assuming that's what he was Well, I mean, do. he wouldn't be able to. But that's not to say that he's not keeping us busy while, while there's someone doing something else. That's true. So, but so far, you're, you're, you feel secure. The environment is uh, right. safe, as far as you can tell. Is this room... I mean, is this like a little motel where you have to walk upstairs outside to get to the room, or are we in a building? What's the situation here? That's it, a good it's question. A motel, but it's all single store. There's no, there's no second story, and it's um, okay. Yeah, is the, like the, drive the, hall, over is the, the hallway room. outside, or is the hallway inside? It, all entrances are from the exterior, so it's a motel as opposed gotcha. to a hotel. Yeah, so you you park outside. Oh, is that the difference? Yeah, apparently. Yeah. No, no, no. Seriously, that's actually the difference between a motel and a hotel. I believe so. Huh. Maybe I was making cool. that up. I don't know. Huh. I'll, I'll look that up later. I'm curious. Yeah. So at this point, so what you're saying is we have to go outside in order to go between rooms. That's correct. Yes. Okay. I'm just thinking this through. Good. The implications of that. Well, there's there's obviously something weird going on here. I mean, this somehow this heavy metal poisoning is, is infectious. Maybe it's Maybe it's something to do with the fungus that that we're seeing, but I don't really see where it's 
Delta Greenish. Well, I I strongly suspect that Rory and I will help change your mind on that. Well, we saw a couple of things that are first thing very... we did. We do know where the coroner is. He's at the ER. I was able to talk. We were able to talk to one of the doctors there, and it sounds from what he says, it sounds like it's like the exact same as Mister Jacob. I do want to go. I think probably back to the hospital. I'd check that out at some point. The samples from his house are a pretty much an exact match from the autopsy of the deputy. Okay. Including well, that, that fungus. Then. Yeah, but then we did talk to uh, the wife um, and Rowan. I don't know if you want to... And that's where things got weird. It went from being just a possible infectious disease to something. So, uh, Wait, Christina... Wait, is this... Is this looks, kind of looks around. Is this, like naked lady in a septic tank weird or is this and rowan will, will actually take her glasses off and just fold them up along the same lines oh, wonderful yes there it was mentioned to us that christina was pregnant and she had the baby it was apparently about seven months along so it was early but it didn't look early. We did see the baby. It didn't look, it looked healthy. It didn't look like a preemie. I flunked biology, but isn't that supposed to be like nine? Yeah. Yes. So that's the first odd thing. The second odd thing was that Christina was having, I don't know, short-term memory loss it was, of some variety. It was weird. She seemed, and I, that same smell that we noticed at the bathroom at the corners was there too. So I think it's, if there is an infection... I think it's safe to say that she is infected and people have been delivering food to her. So I don't know what that means as far as. So was she puking and stuff the same way? No, but she was very thin. She looked, she didn't look like someone who had recently been pregnant and only given birth that week. And uh, yeah. she also, I mean, there was puke in the, the, there was a mess in the bathroom, but it wasn't. Was there? Yeah. I think the toilet there was, uh, it looked like similar to the, even messier than the corners. It looks like she had the baby in the bathtub, and I guess I kind of forgot about the the toilet because that was not as <laughs> weird. Um, yeah. Um. Do I dare ask about the baby? The baby's alive, healthy, with very, very, very black eyes. It was like the no- like somebody beat it up. No, no like there like were no white black on her eye. Her. I didn't get a name. Her. Okay. Jessica. Huh. I dated a Jessica once. Yeah. Is that something that's supposed to happen with babies? Again, I flunked biology. Yeah, no. That's, I mean, it, like it, was, it wasn't crying. It was like calm. She was kind of calming it. I think you got to talk to Christina a little more. I don't know if you got any more insight into. Yeah. She was not quite right, if that makes sense. She was talking about the baby. Well, I don't disbelieve her, is the thing. She was talking about the baby being special, being a star child. That the baby sings to her. And that the songs that that the baby sings are songs that the star people sing. I'm sorry, what? You heard me. Are we sure this isn't a case of she's on drugs? I would think that initially. That would be my first assumption if I wasn't thinking in the unnatural realm. But the baby being 
two months early, but looking like a fully grown baby, the baby looking at me as if it were completely cognizant, as if it were completely aware with those black void eyes it and was, then all of the vomit and everything else. Yeah. yeah. Well, 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 what the hell are we supposed to do about this? I mean, trying to stop this, this infection from spreading is one thing, but, but what do we do about a baby who, who may or may not be a star, star baby or whatever that means? I don't know what that means, but I, this is something that I'm going to have to run further up the flagpole. Because there's no way that we four can contain this. This is something that is high enough level that I'm going to call an A-cell to help us with it. Yeah, who knows how many people at the hospital are infected now. Who knows if we're infected? Oh. We've, been trying to, we, we've been trying to avoid contact with stuff. I hope we've done a good enough job. Because there hasn't been an enormous rash of deaths, I think it's something where it has to be a bodily fluid transfer, would be my guess. But I mean, Rory, this is, this is your area of expertise, not mine. What kind of bodily fluids? I mean... The girl the is probably not video. infected. She does Puke work at the coroner's office. We don't know at this point. But yeah, like, uh, obviously enough... So, saliva? Possibly. I mean, enough where someone getting puked on in the middle of a rainstorm could pass it on, or a coroner, even if the dead body's already dead, could still get in contact with it. And you know they Oh, that reminds me. I'm, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull my, my secure laptop over and pop it open. You boot up the software you have for for identifying suspects. Your special yeah. proprietary FBI software, which has some sort of really cool acronym on it that I cannot possibly. Of course, it at does. This point. But you boot that up, whistle yourself a little bit, get the CDO. We need to find our patient zero, whoever the hell that guy was in the rainstorm. We need to find him. I think I don't know what you what else we need. To, we're planning on getting done today, but I really do want to go kind of rendezvous with that doc with the doctor managing the coroner and see if I can help. Or see what's going on. And I don't know, maybe talk to like the public health department. I don't know if this is some sort of infection. I feel like that's where we would need to go. I'm not sure. I think the first step is going to be treating any bodily fluids that come out of that guy as hazmat. As something that gets taken immediately to the incinerator or whatever they have. Well, then I think it's. I probably need to get over to that hospital sooner rather than later. I agree. I need to work on this. I need to find out who our patient zero is. What else do we need to work on? Anything else with the EPA? Um, well, yeah, we, haven't, to... we haven't talked to the uh, other EPA person or the local environmental uh, man. Uh, I, I'm not sure we can learn anything new from them, but uh, we might be a good idea to see if they're all right. I think that's a good idea. Do you want to reach out to them, River? I'll do that. All right, good. So uh, here's what we'll do for the moment. Does somebody want to drive Rory to the hospital or Rory just use the vehicle? What do you guys think? Yeah, I'll, I'll ask... Rooster, do you want to just drop me off at the hospital? I don't want to tie up our only mode of transport. Well, that's the question, is do we want to split into teams, or do we want one person to be on their own? Is there some reason to think that we're in any danger, other than from infection? It's SOP, man. I can I, I can take the laptop pretty much anywhere I need to be, so I can I can go with Rory and commandeer a, a meeting a meeting room or something in the hospital. So at least we'll be in the same building. Well, in that case, River, do you need... I guess you might as you can contact the EPA probably from anywhere. Can yeah, I'll, I'll, go to the hospital? Know, I'll start with my phone and see how far that gets me. So so why don't, why don't the four of us go to the hospital okay. together right, then? So the whole party... And not split. Excellent. You guys all drive to the hospital. Uh, it's a kind of quite uneventful drive. You, you have a, a friend 
in a white car, keeps an eye on you from the act. Yeah, keeping keeping a tab. That's custom. That's what he does. Um, at this point, as I'm driving, since Rowan mentioned it, I want to kind of keep an eye out for. Is there? Can I tell if there's anyone else tailing us, like behind? Is he being the obvious one or anything? Hey, give me an alertness roll. God, I've got a sixty in alertness, and I've rolled a ninety and a ninety-seven. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This was the oh, ninety. Man. This was car. the ninety. That hurts. Just that car. All right. So at the hospital, uh, basically, uh, Rory goes and meets with the medical staff, talks to the doctor and whatnot. We'll do River's call first, and then we'll do the rest of the investigation. So River, you call up uh, the agent that you, whose notes you have. Uh, you were reading her report as Jenna Gaylor as an EPA agent out of Salt Lake City. Uh, the Environmental Protection Agency, obviously, that you also work for. You've got her number, her field number. Um, you give her a call. And it rings a couple times, and then there's an answer. Yeah, hello, this is Agent uh, Jenna Gaylor. Who am I speaking with? Hi, this is uh, Agent uh, Redacted. Um, I'm in uh, Helena, and we're uh, looking into this case you worked on. Are you looking into my case? Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, who are you with? I'm with EPA. Which office? I'm out of the San Francisco office. I'm with a special team, uh, multi-agency, that uh, has been asked to uh, look into this. Whoa, 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 whoa. Bob didn't tell me anything about a special team. or This, this, this is my case. What, what are you doing here? Um, there are just some, some irregularities that we want to sort out. There's, there's no irregularities in my report. There's nothing wrong with my, my reports. No, no, nothing wrong with your report. Can I ask, are, are you feeling well? I'm I'm fine. I'm I'm perfectly fine. Why are you asking about no, my health? No signs of no signs of sickness or anything. Uh, of course not. Okay. What, just, what is this just about? Wanted to be sure. You're in a San Francisco. No, I'm in Helena. Yeah, right. But you're you're out of the San Francisco EPA office. Why Why are you in Montana? We we're just trying to follow up on some things here. Listen, um, I'm in the field right now. But where are you? I'll come see you. Uh, we're, we're, I'm at the hospital in Helena right now. I'm not sure how long I'll be here. Okay, I, I know where the hospital is. I, I can be there in 30 minutes. I think we need to talk. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'll see you in 30 minutes. Bye-bye. Hang, hangs up the phone. Anybody else you want to call? So I would have come... I, I, I would have commandeered an office as soon as, as soon as we arrived, and I can't imagine him making that call anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, look at him and go, are we about to have a dragon on our heads? Dragon? I think we're going to have uh, an annoyance. <laughs> Is that what we're calling them these days? In the Marie- in the core, we have another word for it. Of course. Yes, that's what we're calling them these days. Right, so Agent Rowan. Okay, we just called we just called them X's. Yeah. On your laptop, um, basically, let's move the software. The software does an excellent job. It takes pretty. It's it works quick. Special FBI, you know, Quantico level investigative analysis software. So we're you first able to basically clean up that image on the the tag. It's clearly an employee identification tag. The stylized B is clearly a symbol of some corporation, which you guys do a search through all the different registered. Um, in, is it in, Breckenridge? In, it's, I wish it was, but uh, it's a little more interesting than that. Oh. It's, you know, there's all oh. registered. All the marks are registered. Trademarks are all registered with the U.S. government, so you have copies of all those. It's identified quickly as a company called Benthic. Doing a quick search of it, it's a, it's a pharmaceutical research company. And there's an address listing and other assorted information that you would need about this particular company. It's a corporation. 
you know, as you would expect, you know, with all the usual corporate trappings and whatnot. And it is located just outside of Helena, maybe about 18 miles to the northeast of the city. Their primary laboratory is. That's weird. Because doesn't Benthic usually have to do with the bottom of the ocean? That's a great catch. Maybe Rooster wouldn't know, but Ben does. Excellent. Rooster knows all kinds of weird things. He knew what a hand of glory is. That's true. You're not wrong. How do you you spell Benthic? B-E-N-T-H-I-C. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah, so the Benthic Company, you also have the name of the individual uh, from the ID bag. And let me get his name for you just a second from my notes. So this says his name is McCaslin. He is Brent McCaslin. Uh, The badge indicates he is a researcher at the Benthic Corporation. There's a photograph on this ID badge of his face. And how do you spell that last name? Uh, McCaslin. How do you spell it? It Just phonetically is fine. (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) So apparently this guy's dead. uh, That would be my suspicion, yes. All right. Or at least he's wearing a red shirt at this point if we don't need to spell his name. (laughs) That's fair. Would River recognize what Benthic means? I think you would. It's tied to the life at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, so, so, so it was all mentioned out loud to the other two people who are in the room with me that uh, the company is Benthic. It's a pharmaceutical company, I guess. And the fellow is Brent McCaslin. So we should probably check the obituaries and see if that name has turned up. That will do a quick web search, which you have the capacity to do really quickly. There's no recent obits for a Brent McCaslin. Interesting. Okay, I want to pull up my laptop and search EPA records for anything that they might have on Benthic Corporation. All right, so going through the files mm-hmm. for the EPA to see if they've investigated them before, right? You will find, just doing your basic reference search, that there has been no pending investigations, no closed investigations, no investigations of any sort with the Benthic Corporation, not even any whistleblower complaints or other perhaps you know investigatory flags. They don't appear anywhere in the EPA records. They seem to be have a clean record, anyway. Well, that's something. Well, there's your first problem. <laughs> that that was going to be my question. Is that normal for a pharmaceutical company to not have at least a whistleblower complaint? It's big pharma. Of course it is. At least nothing with the EPA, Environmental Protection yeah, Agency. Uh... The FDA may have a different story. I wonder if we can get those records. Yeah, records can be obtained. But you'll, you'll, you can put in a request. Those won't be instant. So you can get that stuff later on. Sure. We'll cut the agent more quickly. You will speak to the, the doctor who's presiding over the, our, our corner. When you see him, um, he's got his, his gown that he'd be wearing, and he's also got a mask on as well. And he's taking some gloves off, uh, which look like a little bit uh, smudged with a dark fluid of some sort. And he tosses those in the little waste, the hazardous waste bin that they have there in the office, okay. uh, washes his hands, and glances over at you. Uh, you identify yourself, of course, as another MD. So he says, yeah. he says uh, so, so, um, so what is it you need to know about, about my patient? Sorry, Captain Redacted. I'm an uh, MD here with a special task force. Um, I was looking into a case that the coroner was investigating, and when I found out the coroner was sick, I tried to look into it, and what you're t- from what you told me about him over the phone, uh, it's the exact same symptoms that this uh, other, you probably, you've probably heard of him, the uh, Deputy Sheriff um, Jacob. Oh, um... Yeah, and no, I'm sorry. I, I haven't heard I haven't heard that guy at all. Okay. So, um, I, I, Dr. Sharp. Yeah. Dr. Sharp, by the way. 
So um, oh, listen, you got a, you got somebody else with heavy metal poisoning. Is that what we're dealing with here? Because look, I'd be giving the the chelatives and whatnot, and our patient is just not responding. Well, that's what I'm. I'm not sure if it is that or not, because it, it sounds like it could be somehow infectious. I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me. But I, that's what the evidence is pointing to, and I'm not sure what that what that means. But I just I think you need to be very careful about bodily fluids, which is where it's how it's being passed from person to person. Wait, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. There was what is being passed from person to person. I don't I don't know, but there was fungal spores in the body of Mr. Jacob. We found some puke at his the home of Mr. of Dr. Halsey. And there was fungal spores there, so I'm thinking it's some whatever this is. We need to be very careful. Fungal spores? Uh, we're, we're dealing with a man who's, me- who's very sick with a heavy metal poisoning. Uh, uh, some sort How long of has toxic- he been here? It's just this morning. Uh, right. Yeah, he was checked in this morning. Uh, somebody brought him in an ambulance. How are the EMTs? Are they? Oh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? All right. Um, do you mind if I take a look through his file? Um. Um, yeah, it's fine. Go, go ahead, doctor. It's fine. I, you know, I, I've been up 13 hours now. It's, um, y- you mind? Oh, yeah. That was, I work over at the, I work at the Air Force Base in Travis Air Force Base over in California. But, hey, um, California? Really? Yeah. Flew me in here for the, did the task force just to look into this. Um, but go get some sleep, doctor. Oh, oh. Okay. Yeah, sure. All right. He excuses himself and leaves off. So you you look at the charts basically and study the charts and you know notice blood pressure issues, you know blood platelets and red counts. Everything everything's down. And this guy seems to be showing the symptoms of, of a severe and prolonged heavy metal poisoning, which uh, mimics what you've seen with someone else. But most of the symptomology is related to that. It's related to the heavy metal poisoning and the effects it would have on the body because of that, as far as the, the blood count, the white blood cells, the blood pressure, all the other things that are measured. But you're he's not, not seeing, responding to the... Yeah, so he's not responding, but you're not seeing any, any kind of mention of fungal. There's not, they're not talking about fungal, whatever. The test results you're seeing and all the treatment you're seeing is related directly to the heavy metal poisoning and the complications to the, his body from that problem. And that's what they're, they're dealing with and addressing, and they're not really looking any further than that. Just the, when the Dr. Sharp leaves, is there another doctor that's going to be taking over? Most likely, but uh, this is a point he okay. hasn't told you. Yeah, that someone else will come on shift and okay. probably have to pick is up he, the pieces. Is he in, at this point, is he in the ICU or is he still in the ER? Uh, uh, the, the patient's still in the ER. He's in his own separate room. They haven't moved him at all. Okay. I think I'll go talk to, try to talk to someone and see if I can get them to just kind of do more isolation, whatever like a higher level is, like a... I think I know like if there's a if they know this is a disease there's like more policies about wearing a mask and that's a, try to find someone and see if I can convince them to you talk to the head nurse which as you know they, they get things done or the doctors you know the head nurses are on top of their their, their shifts and their spaces and so you talk to her explain to her she takes your word for it as a doctor uh, and they'll implement the policies at this point she's a little curious about what you think it is like what doctor what do, what do you think it is what are we dealing with here? I'm I'm not sure. I do. Can you run a? Just has he thrown up at all? Oh yes, unfortunately, um, several times. I think you'll find that if you test that, the same traces of the heavy metals that we've been seeing in him, all right. um, and as well as fungal spores. Fungal spores. Have we tested his? Have we tested his blood for that at all? I I, I don't think anyone's ordered those kind of labs. Okay. Can what you run? Even... Can you run those for me? Have those run? Um, what, uh, I'm sorry, uh, doctor. What I'm running? We'll do a blood sample for. Our, what are we looking for? Just run a blood sample. Do an uh, IND report on it. See if there's any 
uh, foreign pathogens, okay. bacteria, right, just full, run the whole gamut. But it, right, full spectrum. Um, okay. All right, all right. She makes some notes in her chart. She says, okay, doctor, we'll, we'll take care of that. Okay. And so thanks. You, 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 could, you return to the conference room with the rest of our crew. Uh, After, the, I would probably wait till they actually like seal the area where he is. Yeah. And so um, you do see I'm some of the nurses that. eventually go back that process of, of starting to, starting to yeah. close that. Once that I'm confident room. that they're going to do that, then I'll probably head back to the conference room. Good. All right. So um, at some point um, after you return, there is a, a, a woman. She's about 41 years old, an African-American woman, hair in a tight bun behind her face. She's wearing business clothes. Uh, it basically, she's got a blazer, professional blouse, has a briefcase she takes with her, respectable slacks and shoes and whatnot, nice earrings, um, wearing some very small wireframe glasses that she brings in. Uh, and she walks over, asks somebody for directions. They point her to the conference room. She goes over, opens the door, and steps inside and looks about. So which one of you is Agent Redacted? <laughs> Rooster points. At, we all point. <laughs> and she looks straight at River as the group points over to him. Right, she, she marches over towards... I'm, I'm going to lean over to Rowan and go, Is this the dragon? This is the dragon, yeah. Hello, uh, you, you must be Agent Gaylor. Yeah, she shows you her EPA criminal investigative badge showing Agent Gaylor on it and puts that back inside of her, her, her blouse or her blazer jacket and kind of looks at you suspiciously, almost asking you to re- repeat the, uh, the the process. Yeah, I will take out my EPA badge and show it to her. Well, Agent Redacted, why are you in my backyard butting into my investigation? And I look at Rowan. And I, and I, just, I just look back at him, just... <sighs> Rooster looks at the ceiling. Good afternoon, uh, Agent Gaylor. I'm I'm Special Agent Redacted. I'm I'm leading up this task force. You're with the FBI. I am. What is the FBI? And I'll and, and I'll take t- take out my badge and show it to her. Right. I I don't understand what what is going on here. There were some. Your report was 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 very thorough and very useful. And there were some things that were unusual about Deputy Sheriff Jacobs' death that kicked it further up the food chain. Oh, he clearly stumbled upon a, a severe, severely polluted site of some sort in this county. They are very shady with the way they're, they're dealings here. We have a lot of problems with these people up here in Montana. So he's discovered something. I don't know why the FBI is looking into it too, but this is clearly a, an environmental issue. If it is an environmental issue, it is an environmental issue that is spreading and rapidly. This is who do you think found it? Uh, well, as far as we know, the the uh, the police, or the sheriff's department reported uh, this environmental this toxic exposure, the heavy metal poisoning of one of their deputies, and we of course we're investigating this. He must have clearly stumbled upon a site somewhere in this county within his patrol radius that got him severely impacted. And if you're saying it's spreading, then we have a water containment issue. It may have gotten to the groundwater. This that is a big deal. That's not how it's spreading. No. Okay, then, then how is it spreading? Please enlighten me. It is spreading through person-to-person contact, through bodily fluids. Uh, I'm sorry, what is spreading? The illness, or whatever you would like to call it, that killed Deputy Sheriff Jacob. We have a person in, in, in the emergency room who is currently in very bad condition with exactly the same symptoms. Heavy metal poisoning? What appears to be heavy metal poisoning. Agent Redacted, I'm sure the FBI doesn't teach you this, but heavy metal poisoning is not contagious. It is a result of, of a continued exposure to a toxic environment of some sort, uh, typically over a span of at least 6 to 12 months. This is clearly an environmental I, issue. I'm, yeah, but I'm these very... are mercury mushrooms. Rory will step forward at this point. Um, Thank you. So 
I appreciate that the report, the reporting that you've done. Um, there is a man in the ER who his only commonality between him and Mr. Jacob is there that he performed the autopsy on Mr. Jacob. Unless you somehow think they both got exposed to the same thing over that long period of time, there's something else going on here. If this was an environmental issue, we would have dozens or even hundreds of patients and not two or three. Okay, how many patients do you have? One dead, one in, in the ER having difficulty, and we're keeping an eye out for anything else that turns up like that. Okay, well, um, this doesn't, you cannot, uh, heavy metal poisoning is not contagious. It, it comes with exposure, toxic exposure to heavy metals. That's what causes this. Coming in contact with someone with heavy metal poisoning won't give you heavy metal poisoning. That's not how it works. There's a slew of blood tests that say otherwise. You know, my my roommate in the bunkhouse listened to a lot of Def Leppard, and it got me into it. That spread from person to person. Oh, she, she looks over at River. She looks at you. Like, like a, are these guys serious kind of look on her face? I just shake my head a little. I mean, she, so looking at River, she's agent redacted. Do you agree with the rest of this? Are you in agreement with with their with this theory? I'm in agreement that there is is something going on here beyond simple heavy metal poisoning. This is one of those cover-ups, isn't it? That's what's going on, isn't it? Maybe it is. We don't know what the, what's going on to cover up yet, though. Some U.S. military contractor is destroying this environment, killing people, and they send the FBI in to cover it up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm stepping out. These these people in this place, I'm just a little on edge here. Rory's um, actually in his military, like <laughs> like his uh, camo outfit. <laughs> he kind of just shuffles <laughs> when she says that. Yeah, Rooster's going to raise an eyebrow, just kind of put his hands behind his head, which happens to open his jacket, showing off the holster. Um, she looks at River again, almost like just looking for an ally for just one moment, and gets the cold <laughs> shoulder and kind of puts her hands in her pocket and says, My investigation is going to continue. I'm, 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 if I find something, I, I have to report it. Uh, yes, of course. And, and, you know, by all means, you look keep looking for uh, sites that might be contaminated with heavy metals. Are there any sites that uh, the four of you don't want me to look at? I mean, what, what sorts of places are you looking? Where would this deputy sheriff have gone that the coroner might have also gone? Um, I, I don't know yet. I'm just, we started the investigation a couple of days ago. Um, we're still stu- taking samples, groundwater samples for the most part. Is there anything else that you need to tell me? You know, so far, you've been giving my boy redacted here a really hard time, and yet you're asking us a whole bunch of questions like you don't know anything. So, do you have anything you can tell us? Hey, no, it's it's understandable. I mean, this is her case, and we're butting in where, as far as she knows, we have no business going. It's it's an awkward situation for everyone. So she looks over the four of you, looks over at the river once more and says, Are you looking into the Oakland pit? I just need to know. That hasn't come up yet. Okay. Uh, um, And if I happen to look there, would that be a problem? What interests you about the Oakland pit? It's a super fun site here in the county. Mining operation that they shut down quite a while ago, and the water is horribly polluted there. All sorts of heavy metals. Excellent tie-in to whatever it is that perhaps happened to your, to our dead sheriff. It's not part of his patrol route, frankly, but that's what they tell me. Of all the possible locations I've looked into, we've flagged it. We've looked into it. She looks at Root River. We, it's something that we've superfunded. We've shut that place down, but uh, 
I mean, it's still there. It hasn't been cleaned up yet. I'm going to look over over at River and just like raise an eyebrow like, do we want to have a look at this place first? I'm sure that Agent Gaylor would be on top of that investigation. Well, if as long as I'm not butting into your investigation, I'm going to take some samples from there as well. Would that be a problem? I don't see a problem with that. All right. Well, um, I, I'll get out of your hair. It's been uh, nice talking to you. I'm sorry to bring this whole thing in on you by surprise. I wouldn't want to have this sort of thing happen to me, but, you know, well, this, this is how the government this is, works. This is not how we operate at the EPA. I'm sorry. I've said too much. Now, goodbye. She gives, she gives a weak smile, trying to be polite, turns and steps out and leaves the conference room, closes the door. I'll, I'll give her a couple of minutes to, to, to get away before I'm just like, is our reputation really that bad? Yes. <laughs> I admit, I've been looking at this from totally from a medical infectious disease standpoint, but she has a good point about that pit. I'm really curious if, if there's another angle here that I just overlooked because of I just jumped straight to the infectious disease, infectious part of it. Maybe. Uh, I, I would be interested to know if the Benthic Corporation has anything to do with that pit in particular, because, and, and then I'll, I'll fill Rory in on our, our patient zero. Interesting. Interesting thing is, really interesting thing is, I haven't found an obituary for him. Do we, is he from around here? I mean, he works at the nearby area. Well, I don't know that. He, 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 has, he has a badge for the nearby pharmaceutical okay. company. It's about 18 miles away from here. Interesting. And that's not on the, is that on the patrol route or? That's, a, that's an excellent well, question. I'll put it this way. You have the records for Deputy Jacob that you already downloaded on your, checking in the records. You do a, you do a search of his patrol route and whatnot, noticing the location where he found that uh, uh, the, the hobo, which is, of course, McCaslin. That location, as far as the stop goes, is about a mile and a quarter from the, the address of the Benthic Pharmaceutical Company. Mm. So I don't know if this Oakland pit has anything to do with it. I would be very interested to see if the Benthic Corporation has anything to do with it. But I think we need to have... <sighs> I think we need to have a word with a Pharmaceutical Company. Real fast, let, let me just try and put this together because I got an idea. All right. We've got... Heavy metals, a giant pit, and some sort of a fungus and some sort of star child. Right? That's about the shape of it. What if the pit is where the UFO landed? It was ridden by some sort of alien mushrooms that and and it has heavy metals in the spaceship that polluted the water and then people ate the mushrooms and that's how they got like infected and that's why the kid is a star kid because the woman ate the mushrooms because my first tour i had some really bad mushrooms and they did some awful shit to me i think you're on the right track i don't know if it's eating mushrooms per se i think but i think well, you said on... fungus yeah i think what are is it athlete's foot because i've had that too <laughs> I mean, penicillin is, is, is a fungus, isn't it? Yeah, something. So, I, I mean, fun, fun, fungi come in all shapes and sizes. Well, yeah, I mean, my buddy Todd was a big guy, and he was fun. Not that kind of fun guy. <laughs> Rowan will actually pick up a pen from, from next to her laptop and throw it at him. Just I'm going to try and catch it in the air. <laughs> Give me a dex roll. Yes. There we go. 
<laughs> Finally, I can roll something other than alertness with a 90. If you get a 96 with this, I will laugh. Op six. Yeah. <laughs> That's even better. Just snatches it out of the air. Excellent catch. I'm just going to catch it, twirl around my fingers, and stick it in my mouth and lean back. All yours, buddy. <laughs> but that does definitely surprise a a, la- a gen- very genuine laugh out of Rowan. <laughs> the catch or the sticking in the mouth? No, the stupid joke that, that, that made her throw the, the pen at you. So anything else you guys want to discuss? Well, I think, so what time is it now? About oh, We're looking at, at three, 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock? Yeah. So 18 miles out here, that's what, like half hour? Basically. Depends on how fast you're driving. Well, how fast I normally drive or how fast you want to get there without getting caught? Fair point. It's Montana. So, they don't believe in speed limits. Oh, okay. So 10 minutes. Got it. I was going to say. Yeah. Do we want to try to make it out? Is our goal to right now to investigate that pit before that EP agent does? Or Let's see if uh, that pit has any kind of connection with Benthic. River, you can do some re- research into that. It'll take some time, of course. You can do that what, you know, on the what, computer later. What was the name of the pit again? Uh, they call it the Oakland Pit. While they're doing that, I think Rory will head down and just give his contact information to the head nurse and whatever doctor is there now. Excellent. Just um, to make sure he's updated if there's anything. And then head back. That way he can go with them if we go end up going somewhere. All right. So as you guys are just kind of getting your different research tasks done and kind of get, managing the current business, uh, Agent Rowan, one of your four cell phones rings or buzzes, I should say. And it's, <laughs> I just like sigh. It's not the one that Rooster Pack gave you. It's not the one that your personal, that one's turned off, or your other one. It's that's the other one. It's it's that one that Castle gave. Ooh. Ooh. All right, I'm I'm gonna look at it for a second and just like, huh? And is, is it a flip phone a, or is it? It's, it's an old flip this? phone. Yes, it's the oldest of course one. It's an old flip phone. Yeah, it's the one where you where you push the button and it goes shoot. It's style. it's the unfold kind of kind of flip phone. Open it up and it yeah. answers the call basically. God, I had one of those when I was a kid. All right, I'll I'll fl- I'll flip that open and put it to my ear and say, Rowan here. Oh, I didn't know we're we're using those kind of. Uh, Names. Is it? Is this a safe place to talk? Uh, I am currently in the conference room of a hospital. Do I need to be somewhere more secure? Uh, yeah, listen, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll be brief. Uh, we were able to take a look at the letters that were recovered from the location in Utah. I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a development. Uh, we need you guys to collect our college friend and uh, bring him to the bunker. Our buddy, the, the sleeping one, the one that passed out drunk last night. We gotcha. need him in the bunker. And where is the bunker? You got the uh, GPS for that, I believe. Somebody will collect him from yes. that location, but uh, I don't think that he should be hanging out with his frat buddies right now. Got it. And just keep things clean. Uh, there may be another uh, another development that that you will need to be aware of. I don't of. like developments, but hit me. What do we got? There is, and I'll, I'll I'll like pause and say, are you somewhere secure? Yes, I am. And then just like tuck myself in, in, into a corner and say quietly and quickly, there's a baby with, with weird eyes. That's... And... What kind of eyes? Black eyes. That's not beat up. That is not good. No. And the child was aware, looked at me, and I... Something poked at my, at my brain. God damn it. God damn it. This is not what I need to hear. This is not... I... Uh, it's not what I want to have to say, so, but we, the, the, we don't have the, it, we don't we don't have the I got we don't have the resources. I got to talk. I got to 
I'll send this up the chain um, to um, our friends. We I need to talk about. Yes. God damn it. It's uh, the deputy sheriff's wife and child. That does, okay. Understood. Uh, I will be in touch. Thank you. Out. Hangs up. Out. So? Well, I just managed to, to, to freak out a, an old school Delta Green agent, so that's always fun. So what you're telling me is we need to take the big duffel bag with us? All right. Tiana the player is really stupid right now because I'm not, I haven't been feeling well all day, but Rowan is a lot smarter than I am. Do I think that, 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 that it's the opposite think, of my situation. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> her, her int is a 14, my dude. Like that's, that's her second highest score. Yeah. I'll put it this way. Rowan, Rowan puts the pieces together. He wants you guys to recover Detective Jacob's body. And bring that to the okay. green box for recovery uh, because of something they discovered in the DNA or the other analysis that they've already he's already seen. Shit. Uh, okay, thank you. I will pass that along to the rest of them and then look at Rory and say, I didn't tell him about the coroner. Do you think we need to? That seems like, as infections go, this seems like it has the potential to spread if not attended to. <sighs> I'm sure they're going to want to know. I'm I'm afraid of what they're going to ask us to do about it. That. Rowan just lets out this long, deep, heavy sigh and pulls that phone out again and calls back the last number. He answers and after one ring, yeah, I'm still secure. What do you need? Our frat buddy has another frat buddy. How big's the fraternity? <laughs> Hopefully not very big. Give me some numbers. What are we dealing with here? <sighs> one, two, maybe. One, one, at least two more. Are you sure? No. The problem is that this thing is spreading. How fast is it spreading? What's the vector? Bodily fluids. So anyone who gets, who gets vomited on. We're looking for one now. We have one who is unconscious in the ER and then our frat friend. How many people have been exposed to just that one in the ER? The wife. Well, the, yeah. I mean, he's in the ER. Nurses, techs, doctors. How do you get patient there? zero who has gone missing. Ambulance EMTs. Oh, okay, I, I, only, I only got five fingers on my hand here. I'm counting more than five people. <laughs> you, you, you might need a second hand and possibly both feet at this point for people who have been exposed, but no one else has turned up with these symptoms yet. What are we looking for? What are the symptoms? We're looking for someone with extreme flu-like symptoms, throwing up, um, and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll describe the, the vomit that I saw. And Yeah, and we also got that report from the ER docs when we called about the coroner. Which is kind of how he presented, mm-hmm. so that's probably more. Okay, okay. This is make sure yeah. you make sure you tell him about the wife, the wife with, is, who had the baby, who same, looked also was puking same, and stuff. Yeah, same smell. Okay, that's at least four definite and a lot of possibles. Okay, this is if it's if it's bigger than the four of you, I understand that, that I didn't. Ex- I can't ask you to work miracles. We're not asking for miracles here. Uh, find me the source. Find me the vector. What is causing this? If it's a single source, find it. Get me our fret, buddy. Contain it as best you can. And if I have to, God help me. If I have to, we'll call in some bigger guns. I hope to God we don't have to. I hope as well. You, you got the location, right? You know where to take it? I have the location. We've got some special gear there if it comes to that. Got it. All right. I'm out. He hangs up. Thank you, sir. Click. The pit? 
We need to get the body of uh, Deputy Sheriff Jacob to the green box that's here. Where is the green box, by the way? And where is the pit? Because I'm looking at the map. Uh, I I've, I have the coordinates for the uh, the green box. I imagine that the pit is a ways out of town. Yeah, and, and the pit, uh, just for our notes, is a fictional location located within the county of Lewis and Clark that will not appear on. Oh yeah, I know. I already looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up Oakland Pit, and it gave me South Oakland, Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we, we will cut things at this point. We'll kind of fade things out from this moment this evening, and then when we pick up next week. You guys will move on to the next step, perhaps investigating our our pharmaceutical company, our EPA Superfund site, and dealing with a little body theft in the process. So it gets a little more crazy when we get together next week. And I get a dinner date. And Rooster (laughs) gets a second date. I'm Tiana Hansen, and I play Rowan. I'm Ben Sislowski, and I play Rooster. I'm Seth Jones, and I play River. I'm Joseph Newman, and I play Rory. I'm Thomas Ogus, the handler. Our story is based upon the role-playing game Delta Green by Arc Dreams Publishing. Delta Green is created by Dennis Detwiller, Adam Scott Glancy, and John Scott Tynes. The Chapter 1 story is based on the scenario Extremophilia, written by Shane Ivey. If you like our story, there's two things you can do to support us. First, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash theredactedreports. Patrons of our podcast will receive early access to each new episode of the story, Rowan's written reports for each chapter, as well as access to bonus episodes that explore the background of our characters and the story. And if you can't support us directly, please support us by telling people about us. Leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. Share us on social media. We're on all the usual social media sites as The Redacted Reports. Thanks for listening.